Hey guys, Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. The episode that you're about to listen to is a live recording of Storytime with Sunny D. I do it Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, where I sit down, live stream, reading stories from the YFYI book series. The chapter that I'm focusing on on this episode is the what if chapter. The what if you do make it? What if you get past those first 12 to 18 months? These are just some things to think about when you're trying to establish yourself and really get your career set up for success. And as always, I'm gonna go off script and I'm gonna add and update this chapter in real time so it can pertain to the current environment that we find ourselves in dealing with the coronavirus Uh, living through the corona economy. So hopefully you guys are going to really enjoy this episode, take a bunch of notes. Can't wait to hear your feedback on this episode of the YFYI podcast, the what if chapter from Storytime with Sunny D. Uh, Thanks for being here. And now here's the podcast. All right, guys. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? Hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you're feeling good. Thanks for waking up. Thanks for joining. Thanks for jumping on. Whether you're on the gram, whether you're on the Facebook, whether you're on the Twitter, whether you're on the Snapchat or the TikTok or the whatever you're on. Welcome to Storytime with Sunny D. We're in the place to be. We We're doing this Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern time. If you're listening on the podcast and you want to check out the live streams, then come on and join me, 9 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. The Storytime concept is rolling. Uh, This is episode 10 of Storytime. Wow, can't believe it. 10, 10, 10. So pretty much all of them we have our... Uh, videos going if you missed any episodes we also have the podcast going yfyipodcast.com if you haven't been able to catch any of them live but if you have been waking up every morning and joining me live I just want to thank you guys for hanging out I've been having a lot of fun doing this I've been having a lot of fun getting the feedback from you guys been having a lot of fun interacting with you if you're jumping on either the Instagram I got Instagram going here I got the Facebook zoom live stream going there we got Twitter um, we got we're streaming on everything that and every everywhere that we can uh, but what story time is it was just a little just an idea I had in my head um, I wanted to do forever and then all of a sudden it was like well now we're all staying at home we're you know, out of work, out of this, out of that, but guess what we're not out of? We're not out of ideas. Um, So I'm excited to be here, excited to spend some time with you, spend the next hour or so with you uh, sharing stories. And these stories are coming from uh, one of two places. I'm sharing these stories from uh, the book series, YFYI. Uh, Yep, your boy, Sonny, wrote a couple of books, and uh, which was a miracle in itself. If you, if you guys have been following me for a while, you know my, my proudest academic achievement was you know a 1.7 GPA. So to write a book, it's like, yeah, okay, you never even read a book. You're gonna now write a book? Who the hell do you think you are? You ever felt like that before? 
where you have a good idea and you want to do something and you know you share it with the world or you share it with people and they're they totally just like shit on it like yeah okay stay in your lane buddy right you know you're a hairstylist stay in your lane that's what you do well no that's not what we do um, and if you buy into that philosophy and you decide to let people tell you what's good for you um, you'll be living somebody else's life um, so I'm here to encourage you to get outside your lane whoa almost almost knocked Instagram off the internet I'm here to encourage you to get outside your lane I'm here to encourage you to yeah if you're thinking about it right in in most of the time when you think about like how a good idea comes up a good idea comes up from you thinking and saying the words like what if right so you start with the what if you know I'm reading this book right now about building brands and they're sharing the stories of like the Warby Parkers and the Dollar Shave Clubs of the world and all these um, these big huge companies that were started and the constant theme it's all about like what if it's a constant like what if we did this what if we sold you know we're gonna sell glasses online oh really yeah right lens crafters and all the other people are like oh no you're not we're gonna start selling razors you know for for a dollar uh, online and Gillette's like oh yeah really no you're not but the people that start things like that are the what-ifs and so if I was like the what-if guy um, and I've always been like a what-if guy and so I'm gonna continue to be a what-if guy and if you're on this uh, whether you're on Instagram you're on Facebook or on zoom I want to challenge you to be the what-if guy or girl and think about it and especially right now in the corona economy what else are you gonna do right you got nothing but time you've been thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking um, what if I want to throw that out there what if um, so that's that's gonna be something so when I decided I was gonna write a book I'm like you know what if so not write one not write one book but I'm gonna write uh, two books yeah I got some nerve um, so story time that's where story time came from and story time I'm reading from one of these two books um, this book we've been working on right now this is your first year in the beauty industry um, so this one is all about you know if you're just getting started you're building you're restarting you're going into a new uh, maybe a new career path because the corona economy done ate your lunch right the corona economy took your career maybe out maybe offline maybe it's not coming back online um, so this is going to be a you your first year in and it's not necessarily only for stylists it's for anybody that's getting started in any endeavor um, so the things that we go through and then this one um, this is the stuff that I've learned in the last 10 years so the last 10 years of opening salons I've opened salons I've closed salons you know sometimes I joke around I'm like I'm gonna close more salons and than people will ever open in their life uh, am I a glutton for punishment do I like closing a salon no I like opening a salon um, but then you know with the corona economy the corona economy took it um, to another a whole nother level they're like we're gonna don't you don't have to worry about closing salons we're gonna close your salons for you um, so you're a non-essential apparently and I'm like well you know CDC um, you know the White House can you guys please tell that to our guest because uh, I'm pretty sure they think we're essential right about now when he got like six weeks of growing coming in I've got you know we got the caveman you know the beards are growing up and out and in and afro and this and that so can you let our guests know that because I think we're pretty essential um, but as we've been dealing with that um, people are people are reaching out that are like you know I'm, I'm like 
realizing that I had somebody talking to me the other day. They're like, you know, I'm realizing I got to like diversify. I was listening to something you said and I got to I got to start thinking about like what else could I do because I don't want to get caught with my pants down, so to speak. I don't want to get caught, you know, during the next Corona economy, whatever it looks like and be wondering you know, hoping and like, oh man, I should have like done something different or not even just do something different. Like think about things differently. Like I'm not leaving the beauty industry, but I'm thinking and approaching it a little differently than I did, you know, five weeks ago before our salons all had to close. Um, and when I think about the, the next six weeks, uh, when we are able to get back open, you know, if it's the beginning of next month, that's gonna be awesome but it could be longer. But <clears throat> one thing I'm not doing is I'm not dwelling on the fact that I, I'm like, you know, like people are like, well, we wanna get back to the way things were. That's really not gonna happen. And as an optimistic guy as I am, I'm gonna tell you that's not gonna happen because the world, <clears throat> the economy, um, the environment that we used to live in is no mas right no mas it's no more um it's this is a new world and that's why i've been talking a lot about the corona economy it's a new economy that we're in now so you're gonna have to approach it differently than you've been approaching it you know if you try the the same stunts and you try the same things that you were doing before um, in this new economy that we're in in this new environment that we're in those things are going to fall flat on their face because it's a whole new world um, so as I'm working through it, you know, I'm sharing with you guys on story time, I'm doing live Zooms, I'm doing calls with salons and stylists and doing these guest artists with our Paul Mitchell schools and I'm just doing all that I can do. I'm also in my head thinking about, you know, reconfiguring. I'm thinking about, you know, what happens if this happens and that happens. It's called contingencies. It's IF. T, 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 you know, if this, then that. So what happens? And, um, and I'm, you know, kind of looking at my own playbook, you know, how I'm setting goals now versus how I was setting goals five weeks ago, how I'm, how I'm looking at revenue earnings now, how I'm looking at savings now, how I'm looking at investing, how I'm looking at diversification, um, all these different things that maybe were, yeah, that's important. I'll get around to it. Yeah, I'll build my Facebook. Yeah, I'll build my Instagram. Oh, should I should I start a TikTok account? Um, should I should I start a Snapchat? Yeah, that's only for kids. Nah, I'm cool with just Instagram. Um, should I start a podcast? Hmm, I don't know. And so these are some of the things you know that I I mean I wasn't early you know but a hundred and sixty four episodes of the YFY podcast and probably um, between the two podcasts over you know two three hundred episodes recorded did I pick up a few things um, did I did I maybe get a little bit of a jump on the Corona economy yes um, should you be starting a podcast yes do you know what it's gonna be about no. Does that matter? No. Is it easier than ever to start a podcast or start a live video show or start a cooking show or start a sewing show or start a whatever show? Like you have other interests. Start a hair show. Start a, I mean, and, and, and maybe it's a voice thing. Maybe it's a, 
You know, I love voice because I'm, I'm definitely a big believer that, you know, voice is going to be a powerful thing. If you can tell your devices to do stuff, I mean, this isn't new, right? Siri, right? Google. Oh, I got to be careful. I was going to say, I was going to say Alexa, but she's in the room, right? So if I say it too loud, Alexa, good morning. You're going to find out what happens. Currently. In Lakeland, it's 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Alexa, stop. See that? I say good morning, right? So you set up a routine, and then when you do that, it goes into a whole, starts giving you the weather, tells me what my schedule is, tells me a fun fact, history fact of the day. Am I a big believer that people are going to be interacting with these devices? Yes. So do I think you should maybe think about that? Yes. So as a hairstylist, you know, put, putting that in perspective, you know, we think, you know, we want to just get to a hair show and we want to, you know, find out the latest hair color technique and find out the latest haircut technique. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but um, I haven't been cutting that much hair lately. Um, so that technique is uh, about worth uh, all of shit right now. Um, it's fun to go to a show, but you see where everything is shifting and things have been shifting online. Um, so if you haven't fully bought in yet, and you haven't thought like to come up with your strategy yet, um, hopefully through story time and me talking with you guys uh, every day, it's gonna kind of push you either close to the edge or if you're at the edge or on the edge, over the edge. You know, and I've talked with a lot of people that have been like, you know, I am I wanna do like, yeah, I should, I should, I wanna, da -da -da -da. I should, I should, I should, I wanna, I could, I could, I could, I wanna, um, but they didn't. And if you didn't, okay, oh well, it's kind of like, well, I didn't, so I'm screwed. No, no, you're not screwed. Especially if you're listening or watching this right now, you're not screwed. Um, you may be behind, you may be in scramble mode, um, and you'll see it. You know, you'll see desperation, you'll see perspiration, you'll see um, aspiration, um, but all those Asians are good. What, you, what the, the thing that I want you to do is do. Not think, not talk, not watch, not look, not list. Like I want you to do. Um, so everybody needs to really right now think about what can I do, right? I talked about this the other day on story time that you know that three foot world around you control what you can control. Um, those things are true, and there's definitely a lot that can get done in that little space. Think about uh. You know, if, I don't know if you're into any martial arts, but when I was when I was uh, when I was a kid, I got into martial arts, big time, right? I grew up in Connecticut, and I'm uh, I go to this uh, this festival that happens every year. It's called the Oyster Festival. I don't know if they even still do it. I mean, I haven't you know been kinetic living in Connecticut for over 20 years, um, but I go to this Oyster Festival and I see this demonstration go down. And the demonstration is a, it's a karate thing, right? And so I've always, I mean, I grew up a karate kid. I mean, come on, give me a break. Um, and it was only really things I wanted to be involved in, like martial arts, you know, fighting, blowing shit up, like military stuff. And, and I joined the military right after high school. Uh, wow, that's a shocker. I mean, it was written all over my childhood. I was constantly trying to do missions and, you know, dun dun dun, dun like be a part of the A-team and all that kind of stuff. So. I go and I watch this uh, this karate demo and I see this guy like break these giant blocks of ice and I'm like, dude, that is no joke. But the crazy part about it 
it's like he didn't like come flying out of nowhere. He didn't come like, I mean, it wasn't like he had a ton of space in between him and that block of ice. Um, but what he had was he had technique, you know, and, and that guy, you know, Doug Peoples became my mentor, became my, I mean, really saved my life, you know, got me off the street. If it wasn't for him, I probably would have never graduated high school. Um, but I got totally into the, the world of martial arts. Um, but it's what we could do and the techniques. It was like what he was able to do with a small amount of space. And in martial arts, you learn. I mean, you see Bruce Lee with a two-inch punch where he can, you know, put his fist, you know, put his hand up against somebody's chest, put his fingers out to create a couple inches, and then he can punch them and send them 10 feet flying back. How the hell does somebody do that? You know, they control what you can control. So I want you just thinking about that as like how much energy you have in that small confined space. Um, and what you could do with it if you really started to learn about how to control what you can control, how to focus, right? There's a big part of that. And I'm always starting uh, different projects and doing different things and trying different things. And when somebody kind of looks at me from a distance or even, even up close, they may think, damn, this guy, he's all over the place. You know, he's talking about doing, you know, we got to do this, that, and the other. So, you know, but the focus is what matters, right? So you can be all over the place. You could have different projects. You could have your podcast, your book, your business, your this, your that, your that. But when you're doing these different things, the ability to lock in, you know, and I share this, you know, with this first book. I talked about this first book, thinking about the idea for over a year, not acting on it two years not acting on it. Then when I decided to do it, when I decided I was gonna write the book, I actually completed it, you know, had the rough draft done in 48 hours. So did it take two years to do it or did it take 48 hours? It really took two um, days, 48 hours to do it, not two years. And how is that? That's because the focus. You know, all that other, all that other shit was just me being um, scared, not having this, the self-esteem or the confidence that I could do it because I sucked at everything school-related, especially English. Uh, you know, F, 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 F is like the only letter I had in my report card. Um, got it up to a D plus, got it to a D plus, and then a C minus. But it was me talking myself out of it. It wasn't the actual doing the work. And so you'll be surprised, like, I was sharing this with with a couple of people I was talking to the other day about going doing an online store. Um, something I've been thinking about wanting to do for the last few years. Why haven't I done it? Focus, you know, focus. Um, that, but not, not the fact that I couldn't do it because now when the Corona economy hits and I'm like, oh shit, got to figure out you know, different ways to you know reach our people, different ways to provide value. You got products and services that you can sell online. Um, what's stopping you from doing that? Nothing, no one. The internet's it's an open marketplace. It's the world's biggest bazaar, right? It's an open opportunity, but a lot of people aren't doing it um, but unless they're forced to do it. And yet yeah, it sucks that uh, the pandemic had to happen and the coronavirus had to happen to make me do some things, um, but it also is just kind of a reminder that you have it in you at all times it's just a matter of turning it on. So you can have a lot of different things cooking. You know, I like cooking, for example, cooking. 
right? You could have different pots and stuff going um, and you can get things done. Um, it's not a multitask like, oh, I, I'm good at multitasking. It's not that. It's you're maybe good at focusing on things. So if you focus on one thing, you get that thing done. But can you shift your focus around? You can. So I really want to, you know, you be thinking about what if. Um, and I want you to be thinking about that question leads to um, ideas being created. That question leads to uh, new products. That question leads to uh, new companies. That question leads to uh, people like really inventing and reinventing things. Or that question leads to solving problems. Uh, that question leads to new careers. So what if? What if? And so if you're like me, you know, at home, Maybe you found out, you know, you're you're a non-essential worker. Uh, you're at home. You've been at home. You got a stay-at-home order in your city, in your state, in your county. You've got the time to really tinker and really get into some of these questions on the what if. What if I tried this, or what if I did that? Um, and so that's that's my opening today for story time, and we're going to get into a chapter. So we've we've hit um we've hit them almost all. Right, we hit the why chapter. We hit the resumes, portfolios, other waste of time. That was chapter two. We hit salon interviews. It's not love at first sight. We hit chapter four. Show me the money. Numbers don't lie. Chapter five. Hustle muscle. What's your DNA? Chapter six. Networking. Do or die. Chapter seven. Goals. Set them, but don't forget them. Chapter eight. Mentors versus coaches. Why you need them both. Chapter nine. Location. Location. Location why bouncing around will ruin your career. And now we've arrived, ladies and gentlemen. We've arrived to chapter 10. And won't you find this interesting? Guess what the title of chapter 10 is? Uh, what if? What if you do make it? So this is the what if chapter. So, you know, I want you, I want you to be just kind of thinking about that as I'm going through this chapter. The what if chapter is really going to take us into like some of the next things that may happen. And as always, I'll be adding to, I'll be ad-libbing, I'll be jumping in, I'll be real-time editing um, this story time just like the rest. But this is the chapter 10, the what if chapter, the final chapter before the final thoughts. Uh, we bounced all around. You don't have to read this in order, but it's I saved the chapter 10 uh, for today. Um, saved it for last. Um, one of my one of my favorite chapters, but I really want to trigger you to think uh, about these things and what if the what if what's next what if. So here we go. This is chapter ten, and as all chapters, we're going to start with a quote. <clears throat> it's one of my favorite quotes, by the way. If you've got a problem, man or money can solve you ain't got no problem that's td jakes some of you guys may know td jakes but think about it if you got a problem man or money can solve you ain't got no problem and i think that's one of the things right now especially you know we're in this coronavirus the corona economy uh you know we're we're going through it together as a world as a country as a city as a team as a business as a family uh, but Keep that in mind. If you need a little glimmer of hope or you need some reassurance and something, 
that if you got a problem man or money can solve, you ain't got no problem. All right, that's T.D. Jakes. So here we go, chapter 10. What if you do make it? So we are coming in for a landing. You're on your way and going to make it through your first year in the beauty industry or your first year dealing with a pandemic. This is not in the book, by the way. Or your first year with the coronavirus economy striking. Um, you are not going to be a part of the statistics, but what happens now? I do not want you to let your guard down and think that it is going to be smooth sailing from here on out. The first year is the hardest year in the beauty industry, so I do want to congratulate you on accomplishing that. But I do want you to also know that the journey really has just begun. And this first year, using a lot of the tips and strategies that I have shared, hopefully you have been able to land in the right salon build a solid clientele and have more confidence and have a good handle on your business. So what is next? This is a career, so I need you to be thinking about it like this. Building a solid career is a time-intensive process. It is like running a marathon. It is not a sprint. It is not a 100-yard dash. You are going to continue repeating the process and using the tips and strategies that I have shared every single year while you are continuing to build. If you look at building your career as kind of like a project that never ends, look at it like that. But eventually, you will get to a point where you are ready to retire. There are just a couple of tips I wanna share and some pitfalls I see new stylists coming into the industry that they make that maybe I can help you avoid. You wanna be future-minded. You wanna be planning. Now, depending on if you're working for commission or if you're working for hourly pay, you may be responsible for your own taxes. I'm not an accountant nor financial advisor, but I will tell you this. I have seen 1099 independent contractors not prepare properly for taxes. By not saving a portion of their paycheck, at least 15%, they could end up in some pretty, with some pretty serious tax bills that they are unable to pay. You do not want to end up in this predicament, so I want you to be thinking about future planning and get in touch with a CPA and or financial planner to set up your strategy. One of the other things I see happen is some stylists start to have some financial success when they are making it through their first year and they start to earn more so they spend more. That is just human nature. I do not think this is, uh, I do not think it is anything unique to just stylists. I think just it's a, just the way people are. I'm going to recommend that you live off less than you make. Try to live off 70% of your money. The other 30% you can use to save, invest, and maybe giving back. That formula seems to work and is just a rule of thumb, but definitely living off less than you make is a good strategy. I've seen stylists start to earn money, overextend their credit, overextend boundaries, then end up in a position that forces them to make bad decisions. Do not let this happen to you. As you are looking ahead, know that the future is coming. Just because you may not be able to see it, it will be there. So if you start to plan for your future now, you'll be able to reap the rewards 
when it comes. I want to jump back in here for a second. So, I mean, I'm just like, read as I'm reading that, I'm thinking, damn, like that's like super relevant. I mean, this is time tested. You know, I wrote this book a few years ago, um, but this is, this is time tested. Uh, this is advice I would give you now. This is advice I gave then when I wrote this. And this is advice I continue to give in the future. Um, but when you think about where we sit, you know, if you're able to live off 70% of your money, and let me just tell you this, you are able to. I mean, we definitely, I mean, as, as we're consumers, right? So we make money, we spend money. We make money, we spend money. The more we, we make, the more we make, um, the more we say, the more they take, but we make it and we spend it, right? So we're consumers. But if you were looking at your life right now, and a lot of people are finding out, you know, actually that they can not only live off less, um, but they're making nothing. Um, so they got to stretch, 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 stretch that less and it can go a lot further than you think. But looking at living off 70%, if you could go lower, then I would say go lower. If you could live off 60%, if you could live off 40%, if you could live off, you know, 30% of what you're making, I would say go as low as you can because then that can create opportunities for you. Um, or if something comes up, like a coronavirus or a corona economy comes up, then you're in a position to where you're like, hmm, um, I got I got some resources. I got some, I got some, you know, I got some scratch that I can work through this. You know, a couple weeks, two weeks, three weeks. I mean, we're at going on five weeks being out of work. That's a that's one paycheck, you know, two paychecks maybe, going on three paychecks with nothing coming in. And I know people are feeling it and people are freaking out and people are like, what's going to happen? And yes, there's, you know, the government is trying to do what it can do. But if that's your, your backup plan is that, you know, if something happens, the government's going to get my back. That's a, that's a shit plan. <laughs> it's just not going to be the case. Um, and, and when things come up, that you want to invest in, even if the coronavirus doesn't hit, but opportunities come up. You want to invest in a business or get, you know, get involved in something, you know, being able to live, you know, as they, as they, some say below your means, um, but being able to live on a smaller percentage. I don't care what your means are, if you know, but if you're making a thousand dollars a paycheck, you know, I'm, you know, and you have a thousand dollars worth of expenses, you got to look at your expenses. I mean, you're gonna only you're gonna earn more money, yes, potentially. But what can you fix immediately? Your expenses. Do you have maybe one too many subscriptions? Um, do you need to have a three bedroom? Maybe you could work in a two, or if you got a two, maybe you could work in a one. Or you know, what could you cut out? You know, what could you trim up? What could you clean up to bring that thousand dollars of expenses down to eight hundred, down to seven hundred? down to 600. If you create a $1,000 um, expense bill and you make $1,000, you're breaking even, you're really falling behind because you have to consider, right, there's still inflation, right? Prices and everything continues to rise. So every time you make enough money to cover your expenses, you're actually making less, feeling tight of squeeze, tighter and tighter and tighter and you're gonna to continue to fall further and further behind. So when you're thinking about like what I'm making 
and what my expenses are, you want to try to get those expenses lower. You know, from a business perspective, I've been in situations where I had to close salons because guess what? Expenses exceeded income. Expenses exceeded revenue. Could I have found a better location? Probably. Could I trim some expenses? Definitely. Um, so those are things I have to pay attention to as a business owner because I'm also trying to create some extra income, some extra surplus of cash for for a you know the business needs to be profitable or else it's it's not a business. It's a nonprofit. It's going to be gone soon anyway, right? Um, and if it's a for-profit business, number one. For number two. I want to continue to expand my portfolio. I want to add new, you know, business opportunities and investments to my own strategy. So how am I going to do that if I don't create any extra room around that income? And so I'm constantly looking at that, but if you're an individual, if you're a business owner, if you're just a, you know, whatever, I know not everybody that's watching is a uh, stylist, but you got to take that into consideration. And so maybe that's something that you do right now during this corona economy. Go to the drawing board, draw out like what are all of my expenses? What are my necessities, right? You know, food, shelter, you know, after that everything's kind of debatable. I mean, transportation, I mean, that became debatable with you know, services like Uber and services like walking, right? A bike, skateboard, electric skateboard, like there's a lot of debate after food and shelter. Um, what, and even shelter is debatable because you may be in a, in a position where you don't necessarily need like that four bedroom house for you and your dog, right? So there's little things like that that you can start to, and I'm sure like a lot of that's kind of been, you know, where people found themselves like, damn, I'm so overextended. Like the Corona economy hit and after two weeks, I'm done, I'm cooked. Like that's not, that's, that's called no bueno. So those are things to think about. Uh, let's get back to the story. So if you start to plan for your future, now you'll be able to reap the rewards when it comes. When it comes to pricing, some stylists, if they're independent, may have their own strategy. Know this, if you are working in a salon or if you have your own ability to set your prices through continuing training and education, you should be looking to be promoted. How often are you promoted depends. I have seen some stylists charge the same price year after year after year and wonder why they're not making money or things still seem tight. You have to think about it like this, inflation is real. Prices go up on goods and services every year so it should be no different for you. You are a professional providing professional services and as long as you are continuing to train and educate yourself, you are entitled to increase in earnings just like anybody else. If you're working in a salon and the salon owner has a career path in place, then you will be able to use that to your advantage. Know how it works and know how you can continue to raise your level of income. Your future really depends on you. When you decided to go to beauty school and decided to join the beauty industry, you decided to join an industry where there is potential for you to enjoy an amazing career with enormous financial benefits as well as doing satisfying work that brings joy to many people. You have to keep in mind that this is a business and this is a career. And just because you made it through your first year, you do not want to rest on your laurels or let your guard down. You want to continue to grow and continue to build. Here are a couple suggestions. Now that you made it, how do you pay it forward? When you look at the stylists that are coming up, 
you should take, up, take it upon yourself to offer any advice or tips that you learned along the way. Maybe that means you go back to your beauty school and donate some of your time as a guest artist to share your knowledge. That will be reassuring and inspiring for people that are coming up in the beauty industry. Remember that the people that are coming up after you have the same kinds of fears, doubts, and frustrations that you did. They need information and seeing someone that is making it and comes back and shares not only will help them, but is also very rewarding for yourself. So pay it forward by offering to do things like that. So where next? Now I'm going to jump in here for a second. Going back, you know, it's, yes, it's, I mean, it's fun. I mean, the students, they eat it up. So going back and sharing, I mean, even if it's something small, a tip or a trick that you figured out, you know, or you learned along the way, that stuff is huge. So definitely going back and uh, working with the schools. I've made that a part of my kind of non-negotiable since I graduated. I, I've been going back and continue to go back. I really never left, you know, uh, but continuing to go back. So make that a part of part of your plan. Back to the story. So where to next? The journey has just begun and you made it through the toughest part. Seeing so many people quit just before they reach that level of success really upsets me. If there was a way that I could fast forward and show them the potential and the opportunity, then I definitely would do it. I guess this is my way. To be able to share with you things that I have learned and seen in stylists that I have worked with, as well as in my own career, maybe this gives you a glimpse into the future. The first years are extremely hard, but if you build your business with the right if you build your business the right way and you approach this as a career, you will be able to take advantage of the compounding effects. I want to give you a quick overview of the miracle of compounding. Albert Einstein actually refers to compounding as the eighth wonder of the world. If you were to take a penny and you were to double it for 30 days, do you think you would be able to come up with any serious money at the end? A lot of times when I use this example, I offer a person a penny that doubles every day for 30 days or option B, I offer them a million dollars. Which one would you take? Many people take the million dollars because they want instant gratification. I guess that is the world we live in. But if you think about it, a penny doubling every day for the next 30 days takes advantage of the miracle of compounding. In the beginning, so I want you guys to be thinking about this for a second. As you guys are kind of sitting there, which would you take if I gave you, especially right now in the corona economy, right? I gave you, I got suitcase number one, you get a penny that doubles every day for 30 days. Suitcase number two, you get a million dollars cash. A lot of people be on that million quick, right? <laughs> Let me get that right now. I ain't been working for five weeks. My bills are way behind, but I see Adam's on. What's up, Adam? Um, Adam says pennies, pennies. So think about it. And obviously, you know, with the lead up to the story, which, which way you need to go. Um, but this is the compounding effect. Your efforts compound, your money can compound, put it in the right vehicle, compounding. So I guess that's the world we're living in, instant gratification. Um, but if you think about it, a penny doubling every day for the next 30 days takes advantage of the miracle of compounding. In the beginning, just like your career, it does not seem like much. 
even after the first week or the first two weeks, you start to wonder if you took the penny, if you took the wrong option. Because by day seven, you only have 64 cents. And by day 14, you only have $81.92. The magic of compounding takes time, just like building your career. You're not going to be rich after the first 12 months and probably not after the first 24 months. But with the power of compounding, the penny, by day number 24, you are up to $83,000. Now remember, it's 30 days, guys. I'm jumping back in here. 30 days. So at 24 days, right, you took the penny, you're like, I'm gonna take the penny, you only have $83,000. Or if you had took the million dollars, you would have had that on day one. But watch this. So by day 24, you're up to 83,000. By day number 25, remember it's doubling, right? You're up to 167,000. The real miracle does not kick in until day 27. And the days that follow up to that, up to day 31, you go from 671,000 on day 27 to 10,700,000 on day 31. That million dollars today does not seem so impressive, now does it? So think about that, the time, the patience, you know, the belief, right? Compounding is a real thing and your efforts compound over time. But like everything, it takes time. Everything, it takes time. So back to the story. So what's it going to take for you to have the patience for you to be consistent and to be persistent? That is how you're going to build a career. Making it through the first year is hard, but it does get easier. If you keep focused and keep working it, you will be able to take advantage of those same effects. I've seen it happen in my own career and I've also been able to coach stylists in and outside of my company and see it happen for them. Unfortunately, uh, for the ones who leave and do not make it through their first year, they leave the industry, they will never know the true beauty of this industry. So I hope this book is able to help you and if so, please let me know about your success along the way. I wish you the most incredible journey and the most incredible career that you deserve. I cannot wait to see you in the future as a successful beauty industry professional. Keep growing. So that's the, that's the what if chapter. Um, that chapter, one of my favorite chapters in the book, um, the what if chapter, where that goes is the compounding, right? Learning about what, you're, what you can do, what's possible, um, learning about where you could go, you know, learning about really where you are um, and learning about what it's gonna take. You know, it's gonna take a lot, you know, and that's one of the big things when I was writing this book, it's, you know, it, it's not gonna be, you know, just walk in, along the way and all of a sudden you're gonna trip over success, right? It's gonna take time, it's gonna take effort, but think about compounding. So when you're in school, that's where you're laying that foundation, right? You're laying that foundation um, and then you have to build on top of that. But when you finish school, people are like, all right, you know, I just finished school, I made it. Well, no, you haven't made it, right? You just started. You finish in school is just like getting into the club. That's the ticket to get in the club. Now you're in the club. 
So what, now what? You made it in the club, you're not gonna dance? You're not gonna have a party? You're not gonna meet people? You're not gonna have any fun? Getting the ticket to get in the club is graduating from school. And then the work begins. Um, and, and working, and just same thing for me, when I graduated school, that's when the real work started. Um, and it's the same thing if you're a business owner, you start the business, it's like, you're not like, whew, I made it when you finally get open. Like you build it out, you get you get all the furniture, you get all the equipment, you get your desk, you get your offices set up, you get everything set up. And then it's like, you got your open, now open sign out there in the, in the, in the street. And then you turn the key for day one, what do you think happens? You think all of a sudden you're like, oh, whew, I made it. I'm good now. No, hell no. That's, that's when it starts. That's when the actual work begins is when you get started. So it's the same thing in the beauty industry. It's the same thing in any industry. It's the same thing if you're opening a salon, if you're opening a school, if you're opening a coffee shop, if you're opening a bakery, if you're opening a chiropractic practice, if you're opening a law firm. You know, it's like you're yeah, you're a lawyer, you went to law school, you got your you passed the bar exam, you became a lawyer, that's when it begins. You haven't done a case yet, you haven't had your first client, you haven't built a clientele. You haven't built your practice if you're in the in the medical field. You know, that's where it starts. You know, that's where it all begins. Um, so that's something I want you guys to keep in mind. You know, the ticket to admission, right? The beginning of the journey, where the journey starts, um, starting with you uh, getting through those first 12 to 18 months. And it, it does, it breaks my heart when I see people quit so early. I see them, you know, I can see sometimes quit in people's eyes while they're in school. I've seen it. But I can also see quit in people's eyes that have been in the industry for one year, two years, three years. Some people hang on, they're just hanging on. Like hanging on for five, 10, 15 years is not a, is not a I mean, it's just not a life, right? And, and my goal and when I started writing this book was to create enough um, tools and momentums and, and, and guidance to where you can then say, hey, you know what? I'm looking at this and I'm like, yeah, like I don't, I don't just want an existence in the beauty industry. I want to take full advantage of the beauty industry. I want to get everything I can, extract as much value as possible. But I want to, I want you to know, it's going to take time. You know, when you think about, you think about food. What do you want, right? You want, you want the home cooked meal, or you want the microwave, right? You pop a microwave, right? You, two minutes. You know, we were baking some uh, sweet potatoes uh, last week, and. You know, I'm, 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 telling, I'm telling my girlfriend, I'm like, listen, here's the deal. Um, you gotta put them in the oven, you know? You gotta put them in the oven. And then it's like, well, how long is that gonna take? I'm like, it's gonna take a while. So she <laughs> like Googles it, right? Let's look it up. It's gonna take like an hour, an hour. And, and she's like, I, I, don't, I can't wait an hour. Like, I just want to put it in the microwave. Well, I remember when I was a kid, my mom would pop a few you know, potatoes in the microwave in like four or five minutes, you'd have a baked potato. And then I had a real baked potato. And I was like, damn, this don't taste like mom's. <laughs> a real baked potato where you let it bake. It's a slow process. You let it cook in that oven. You know, you let it cook, you let it bake. I mean, it's a slow process. And we want a lot of quick, 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 quick. We want everything. And it, I mean, as much as I love technology, I think it's like, it's one of those things where it can jade you a little bit to where you're like, well, I can just get it. I can just get it. I can just get it. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait. 
but it's not it's not one of those things you got to look at it you got to look at it like this you do have to wait cuz the adage is the same you know whether you're reading it in the bible you're reading it in a motivational book but you read you heard it you saw a quote you saw a postcard good things comes good things come to those who wait i mean come on you know you you went to school for 12 months you went to school for 15 months and you can't put in another 15 to 20 you know to 30 months on top of that to really get the reward and I put it in perspective, you know, for some people to think about like this, especially if you're in, in my industry, right? So every state's a little different. You have to get so many hours. You put in so many hours and then you get your license. You go do your state board test, you get your license. So what happens is, say in my state, it's 1,200 hours. That You could finish that in under a year. Um, so you go through school. We'll just say you go through school for about that you know, amount of time, about a year. Take your state board and then you pass, right? So now, boom, you're a licensed you know, professional cosmetologist or a barber or whatever. Then you're like, year one, <clears throat> you're learning. You're figuring out you know, how this whole thing works. Year two, you got a little base going. You got a clientele, you're building, you're building. Year three, you're pretty established, right? You know, so now, I want you to think about this. If you take, so three years, pretty established, plus a year, in school for a total of four years you're making decent money by that point if you're putting in the effort and putting in the work now what would be the alternative you go to school right college go to college do four years you know get a get a degree in something and then you get out of college and then in so now year five you're starting your career so if you're coming out of college right because college is put on a pedestal like i'm an education guy i'm an educator i love education but you know everyone put college on a pedestal so if you go to college for four years get out in year five and you're making decent money what's the difference the time is this about the same so you're not going to be able to like going to cosmetology school isn't a fast track to get to the five-year income of a college graduate it's not you could be at the the income of a college graduate, but you have to think about it. Their first year on the job is also after four years of school. So they've got five years. So if you do one year of school, you're just doing it in reverse. If you do one year of school and then four years on the job, you're both at that five-year point. And in most degrees and in most situations, your incomes could be exactly the same. I've got people four and five years out of cosmetology school making more money, that way more money than a person with a four-year college degree. And it's not gonna be the same for everybody, but that is you know, something you have to consider. Like you've, you've done one year of school, and then you've done one year in the salon, two years in the salon, three years in the salon. So now you've got four years total of training, right? And then if you go to college, you did one year of college, two years of college, three years of college, four years of college. So they've got four years. And you can look at that four years in the salon like training. You can look at it like more schooling, or you could look at it as just hands-on you know, work. But four years and four years, look at the fifth year. I mean, look at the fifth year. You know, so there's there's no and and there's no way that you're gonna you're gonna find yourself in a position where you're like, yeah, I don't um uh, you know, when people say, oh, you know, you can't make any money in the beauty industry, that's that's a bunch of bullshit because here's the thing you have to consider. Where are they at, right? 
if your first year out of the beauty industry, you know, you're just learning, yes, your income isn't, you're not gonna be making, you know, $50,000 a year. You know, there's some first years that, you know, out of the beauty, out of beauty school, you may be making 20,000. You may be, I mean, which still is, is not bad. I mean, there's a lot of people making way less than that. But going into that second year, you may be at that, you know, that 20 to 30,000, you know, 30,000. Then going into year three, going into year four, you may be 30, 40,000, right? So going in year four, you know, you could be in that 50,000 plus year five for sure, 50,000 plus. Then you take the college graduate that's coming out <clears throat> with four years of school, and then in their first year if, on, in work, if they make 50,000, you guys are making the same amount of money for the same amount of time. You just took different routes to get there. And so when somebody's you know, gonna say, well, you can't make any money in the beauty industry, then you have to consider what year, what year, because I, I, you bring me anybody on Instagram, on Facebook, on Zoom, on whatever platform you're watching, you bring anybody that says that, bring them to your boy. Anybody that says that, bring them to me, um, and we'll, 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 we'll go to the numbers, because the numbers don't lie, right? And that's the beauty about numbers. Uh, they are numbers. They do not lie. And I will show you, you know, and, and back it up with factual information, you know, the different opportunities and the career paths in the beauty industry. You can go either route. And like I said, I'm an educator. I love education. So I'm not saying that, you know, I just, I mean, when somebody's gonna try to say, well, you know, the only way, you know, you're not gonna make any money doing this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you numbers, not just like, here's what could happen. Not just like, well, it works on paper. No, after 10 years of owning a salon, yeah, everything works on paper. Every plan works until you start, right? Everybody's got the plan until the, you know, the first bullet's fired. But I'm, I'm talking about watching it happen in my career and training you know, hundreds of different stylists and having, watching it develop. You know, taking people from out of school and watching them make their first dollar and then watching that one dollar go to two, go to three, go to 20, go to 30,000 and going up to, you know, a hundred thousand dollars of revenue and producing that, you know, and if they're producing a hundred thousand, then they're putting in their pocket, you know, 50, 60,000 plus. And I see people and I've had people and continue to have people that can do that in four years, can do that in four or five years. So let's have that conversation, um, but just know like that's some of the opportunities that exist. I see it every single day. Um, so that's, um, that's what if, you know, what if you do make it? That's the what if chapter from YFY. That's the what if scenarios. Um, and then it goes on, you know, and that's where we're gonna be getting into next. So we just went through this whole book. The only things we didn't go through were um, some final thoughts, which I kind of just gave you some of my final thoughts, um, you know. And and there's a little there's a little formula in that final thought section I want to share with you before um, before we wrap up today. The formula is this, and if you're taking notes, if you got your you know wherever, if you're on your phone, you can't take notes on your phone. Write this down. This is a formula. Information, which I've given you a ton of information um, in the books on the live streams, on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Zooms, I'm gonna to continue to give you a ton of information. So information, this is a formula, it's a mathematical equation. Never fails, math is absolute, here's an absolute. Information plus 
put your little plus sign. Application, right? That's the second part of the formula. Application equals, everything's gotta be an equal, a summation, right? Where's the equal? Equals transformation. Um, so that's the formula. So if you're looking to transform yourself, if you're looking to take your career to the next level, if you're looking to take your life to the next level, if you're looking to take your family uh, to the next level, if you're looking to grow and, and really get true transformation, it's gonna come from those things. Information plus application equals transformation. Um, and that's in the final thoughts. Um, so I want you to think about that and I want you to keep in mind it's building a career, right? It's not a marathon, it's not a sprint, I should say. It is a marathon, right? It's not a, it's a 20 year, think of it in a 20 year block. You know, so if you're in that first five years, you're in the first quarter. If you're in that first five years, you're in the beginning still, you know? I'm in my, maybe I could say my third quarter. I'm coming up on 15 years since I graduated in 2005. So I'm coming in, I'm in that third quarter. You know, I'm getting ready to go into the fourth quarter. I got a long way to go because I, after I get to, you know, the, the end of the game, guess what? I'm going to keep on playing, you know? You can go into overtime, right? You can go into overtime. The game doesn't have to stop at 20 years. You can go into overtime, right? But right now, where you're at, first quarter, first five years, second quarter, second five years, you know, you're going into, you know, then third quarter, right? You have halftime, third quarter, and then fourth quarter. So I want you to be thinking about that. Um, so that was the YFY, your first year in the beauty industry, how to just not just survive but thrive in the business of beauty. I'm going to keep on doing story time every single morning, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Um, I'm going to start going into the next book, your first year in salon ownership. Uh, a lot of people are like excited. They can't wait to get into this book. If you're an owner, you're going to definitely love it. Um, because it's going to be a lot of real, uh, you know, real time what's happening with the corona economy right now. I'll be able to adapt it um, to fit the current environment. Um, but then there's also a lot of, um, there's just a lot of nuggets in there. And if you're not an owner and you're thinking about owning, uh, owning, owning, yeah, if you're thinking about becoming an owner, um, then definitely you're going to love, you know, some of the stuff that's in there. Um, if you haven't got either of these books, you can get them at yourfirstyearin.com. Um, all my books right now, they are 20% off. You just use the uh, promo code that I put in this post if you're on Facebook. Um, if you're on Instagram, you haven't seen it, my Facebook profile is Sunny D-E-E. -E. I've got a page and a profile. So Sunny D-E-E -E is my personal page where I'm streaming this live every day. The promo code is PMTSFP, like future professional, PMTS, like Paul Mitchell, the school, FP. Um, I'm also giving away these um, iHeartYFYI limited edition t-shirts. They're free. You just pay for shipping. Um, the promo code for the t-shirts um, are on my Facebook profile as well, Sunny D-E-E. -E. So make sure you hop on there, um, grab the... Uh, grab the promo codes, take advantage of those, and then I will see you guys. We'll be doing story time. Today's Friday. Oh, it's Friday. So we got a, we got a weekend in front of us. So I'll be back on Monday morning. Um, but I do want to tell you guys, um, we're having a party and you're invited. If you're on Facebook, you're invited on Sunday night. So our website that we built, you know, pmtakehome.com. We're gonna be doing an official launch party Sunday night, live streaming for like four hours. I'm co-hosting it with my business partner, Josh, out in Texas. 
It's gonna be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, live streaming, doing product demos, crazy deals, having a ton of fun and showing all of the amazing Paul Mitchell um, tools and products that we have. So if you wanna jump on that, Stay tuned for details, it's pmtakehome.com. We're doing our official launch party Sunday night. Um, so thank you guys for hanging out. Thanks for uh, being here. Adam, it's good to see you, brother. Hope you're staying safe out there in Vegas. Um, everybody who's been joining the streams, thanks for hanging out with me during story time. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys Monday morning. Actually, no, I'm looking forward to seeing you Sunday night, so 6 p.m. Dallas, Texas, what's going on? Mandy, thanks for hanging out. Um, so 6 p.m. Sunday night, 6 to 10, we're doing a, a party, an online party. Stop by, it'll be streaming live on Facebook, but there will be Zoom, so I'll have some guest artists popping in and out. Um, spread the word, you'll be seeing some uh, party flyers going out. Um, we're gonna have a lot of fun with this. So we've been talking about it for the last like week or so. We're in the, in the final phases of planning it. So Sunday night party. And then check out the Facebook for the replay. Check out the podcast if you want to listen to this episode. Your first year in um, podcast is just at yfypodcast.com. So thanks again, guys, for hanging out for another story time, 9 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. And I will see you guys soon. Hey, guys, Sunny D here again. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode of the YFYI podcast. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as I had recording it. Uh, definitely tons of takeaways. And I mean, I was getting pretty fired up about some of those things. I mean, I'm always fired up about those things, but definitely today because I think it pertains uh, so heavily to what we all are experiencing right now. So hopefully you guys are staying safe. Uh, you're staying healthy. Uh, look forward to having you back. Maybe you'll join us. Um, come check out the live on Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Hopefully you're going to be at the party on Sunday night, 6 to 10 p.m. on Facebook and a bunch of other platforms, I'm sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully you're staying safe, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the feedback. Make sure you leave a rating, uh, leave a review. Those things are important because they're going to help the podcast get discovered by other people. And uh, I really appreciate all the feedback. And for the live video, if you want to see a replay, just go to my Facebook profile. It's Sunny D-E-E. -E, and you can see the live video there. Uh, find out those promo codes that I was talking about so you can get some of the swag or check out the books. Um, yfyipodcast.com for all podcasts and yourfirstyearin.com for all books. Check those things out. So thanks again for listening to the YFYI podcast. And remember, this is a place you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon.